Long Talk Radio.
Howdy, y'all. This is Bernie Crosshouse, yours truly of the KKK. I like to express our deepest gratitude at the destruction of the inferior nigger race, and I'm especially pleased to report it's destroying itself without our help. To all you gangs, hoodlums, drug pushers, and users, and other worthless niggas killing each other, we'd like to thank y'all for saving us the time, trouble, and legality for the final chapter of ridding y'all off the face of the earth. Your solution to our problem is greatly appreciated, so keep selling us your
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We on deck, we on deck, we in the house, y'all. Uh, this is Flossy Jeezy for the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. Check it in with you this evening and stuff, trying to get this thing going and trying to see what we're going to do this evening. We got a few little topics out here that we want to toss by you on, on the sports tip, you know what I'm saying, get your input on. Uh, you know what I'm saying, we're on for two hours tonight. And we just try to get the thing done, looking for some positive things to happen and some real words and some real good opinions coming in on deck. And we got some folks uh, trying to get in right now. 513, you're on deck at the Flossy G Worldwide Show. Who oh, I got the bill? Well, I guess he didn't want to even want to hang out to himself. He must have just wanted to listen. That's okay. You feel free to do that. We're on deck tonight with a, with a few uh, questions for our listeners this evening. You know, we're going to start the ball rolling with uh, what would Malcolm X, Medgar Evers, and uh, Elijah Muhammad uh, think of, and MLK think of black America today? Then we're going to round it on around to, you know, should the Olympics scuttle the ideas of having NBA players? Should they go back to amateurs? Also, we got a, a, a feature today in which they said that uh, Rakim and Eminem were going to be joining forces. I'd like to hear your opinions on that this evening. And then we're going to go ahead and just keep it simple tonight and, and, and tail it off with, you know, what's on your mind. Now, some additional things we might cover, time permitting, will be um, should the NFL extend the regular season and playoffs? Again, I'm your host, uh, uh, Nelson King, a.k.a. Flossy Jeezy, the folks out there. We're going to run some more of this old-school flavor by you with a little bit of KRS-One and, and, and the gang on self-destruction. Once again, this is the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide Radio Network. We all agree tonight, all of the speakers have agreed that America has a very serious problem. Not only does America have a very serious problem, from one another, you get caught in the mid, so to crush that stereotype, here's what we did, we got ourselves together, so that you could unite and fight for what's right, not negative cause, the way we live is positive, we don't kill our relatives, pop, 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 when it's shot, who's the blame, headline, front page, and rap, the name, MC, July, here to state the bottom line, the black on black crime was way before time, Sugar brother's life with a knife, that's white, cry, cause you died, a trifling death, when he left, Last breath was I slept to watch it step. Back in the 60s, our brothers and sisters were hanged. How could you gang bang? I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan, and I shouldn't have to run from a black man. Cause that. Take to your car, leave the guns and the crack and the knives alone. MC 
see lights on the microphone. Bum rushing and pushing, snatching and taxing. I can't understand why brothers don't be maxing. There's only one disco, they'll close one more. You ain't guarding the door. So what you got a gun for? Do you rob the rich and give to the poor? Yo, daddy, yo. School of the straight from the mouth. Oh, why? And daddy, yo. Do a crime, end up in jail, and gotta go. Cause you could do crime and get paid today. And tomorrow you're behind bars in the worst way. Far from your family. Cause you're locked away. Now tell me. Do you really think crime pays? Even on taking what your brother had? You little sucker. You talking all that jazz. It's time to stand together in a unity. Cause if not, then you're soon to be self-destroyed. Unemployed. C-Rap race will be lost without a trace. Or a clue but what to do is stop the violence and kick the science. Down the road that we call eternity. Where knowledge is forming, you learn to be self-sufficient, independent. To teach the East is what rap intended, but society wants to invade. So do not walk this path that they laid it.
I guess that's just as good a place as any to come back in. You got, uh, you know what I'm saying, the crew with KRS-One and Public Enemy and MC Light, you know, KRS-One kicking that self-destruction joint. It made this as valid now as it was then, that if we don't look out for our own, we won't have our own. You know what I'm saying? We got to look out for our children. We got to look out for our children's children. And, of course, we got to continue to look out for ourselves. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all part of, you know, one big family. And that leads us into the first topic tonight. What would Malcolm X, MLK, Medgar Evers, and Elijah Muhammad think of the black community today? Um, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good topic. You know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, I'm thinking that more or less they would, you know, wonder why a lot of stuff is the way it is. I'm sure they'd be stunned and amazed to see that we had our, our first black president, uh, they, they would wonder, you know, you know, how this twerking and stuff got all out of hand, and they would want to know, you know what I'm saying, uh, what the young soldiers and, and leaders are doing today. You know, it's kind of hard to know where we're going because we don't really have the same leaders that we had back in the day. We see them, you know, on TV and in the media. You know, we see, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, um, different things going on with we don't really know what these great men would say. It would be nice to have them come back just for a day and tell us what they think and how they felt about some of the stuff that they were seeing. And speaking of positive words, i got a young man getting ready to come on now, uh, uh, Twan out of uh, the ATL, who's going to uh, jump in here and, uh, you know, I'm sure have a few words on this topic. So I'm going to bring my man on in right now. 678, you're on deck with Fossey Jeezy. What's going on with you tonight? What's going on with you, man? How you been? Just checking, and it's actually Juan. It's J U A N. Hey, my bad, man. You know how I, I must have been a little bit on, on my TJ squad last night. You know what I'm saying? Trying to bring my man in on 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 the hot tip. And this is Juan. This is my man. This is the guy that inspired me to get my own radio show and everything going. And this is the man to know for everything hip hop and everything else. A real positive cat. How you doing tonight, Juan? Man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, just working hard, trying to you know get the word out there about this link, uh, about this new group that we just started. Um, actually, after we talked yesterday. Um, I uh, got with the other DJs that I was working with, and we we went ahead and just launched a Facebook group page. Um, and we actually at first didn't have a name for it, but we ended up uh, coming up with the name of DJs and Artists United. Um, and the reason why we did that, yeah, it's called DJs and Artists United. It's a Facebook group that's open to the public. It's a public Excellent. Facebook group. Um, I actually just got off the off of Facebook a couple of minutes ago with a couple of different people who are uh, producers and label owners, and actually I have uh, one of my good friends, Dominic Cuff, who's actually part of a the Fulton County Coalition, Fulton County Business Coalition. Um, he's actually he wanted to be to to look at the group and see what the group's about and all this other stuff. But basically, like I said last night, it's it's a group where each artist teaches a different art, teaches another artist something that another that they didn't originally know. And right. basically, we all gotta each one's gotta teach one. Each one of us is put here for a reason, put in the industry for a reason. 
put in our career path and our life path for a reason. And it's not what you know, but how you use what you know to help someone else. So basically the the, the purpose of the group, and I was talking to him, and he was saying that's such a great um, concept behind it because each you have artists out there that really don't know the industry because they they may have just started. They may have just found that that's the gift that God gave them. You have DJs that are, you know, people who wanted to be DJs or people who are DJs who want to build a bigger buzz or who artists who want to build a bigger buzz and work on themselves and uh, master certain things in the industry. And that's the, the purpose of this group is for each artist to teach another artist. If it, it doesn't matter if they're new or old or whatever, but to give advice on what worked for them so that you can help the next person behind you. Juan, that's that's a that's a very admirable and very like I told you last night, a very terrific concept of, of positivity that you got. And like I said last night, you know, where you are so far and few between, you're like you're like leaving the earth on a on a on a, on a spaceship and having to travel almost you know, two million miles before you get to your first, you know, star, let alone planet. And it's just incredible to hear that there's still people out there like yourself that wanna you know, link up with other folks that's trying to do something positive and, and, and are willing to train to show people stuff. We discussed last night, uh, in a lot of cases, when you help somebody else, and when you give somebody else a leg up, you're also doing it for yourself because, you know, it's just like anything else. It's, it's just another form and another outlet for someone to review and, and tell what it is that you brought to the table so far as helping them. That not only brings other people to you, but it, it, it gives you an opportunity to kind of expand yourself because the more you're teaching, the more you're giving of yourself, the more enhanced you become because you continue to create fresh and new ideas that someone else can use. So there's never nothing wrong with paying forward by helping someone else do something and then that person do it. And the next thing you know, you get back around and you not only have a full fledged blown network, but you have people that actually care that make you caring about the art again beyond just the the selfishness of just this is just me and this is what I do and this is what I'm all about. The spirit of giving and helping other people has always been huge in so many circles and it's just a relief to hear that there's cats like you out there that are still trying to do it like that. And and, and a good thing you know, the good thing with this group and like I said, my friend uh, Dominic Huff he actually went and posted something on that group. So whoever is out there listening, if you go on there and add the group, uh, join the group and become part of the group, if he actually put up there. He actually has a radio, a couple of different radio stations that he actually works with and broadcast on. And they put music out there for free. They put your music in rotation and in the playlist for free, completely free, no money involved. No, having a bend over backward or a favor for a favor, no. He's doing that for free. And a lot of people don't do that now. A lot of people charge for rotation, charge for music. And I was one of them. At one point, I, I used to be like, okay, you want to play on my station like most of these big stations do. Okay, you, wanna, you want me to play on my station? Okay, I'm going to charge you X amount of money. But then I realized it's not doing nothing because if you're charging that person, yeah, they get a little bit of buzz for right then and there. But if you do it for free, you're not making anything. So you're giving something of yourself without charging anything behind it, without charging any money behind it. And uh, it's, 
like I was saying last night, it's sad how a lot of people forget what, forget the communities that they come from, forget who they were, forget that they started off with nothing and got to right. something. Automatically assume, hey, I got to something, I had something before, I have something now. If you, I mean, you have to help each other, you have to help every artist out there. Whether it's a major artist, an indie artist, an unknown artist, you have a lot of unknown artists, people who don't know that these people out there, there's kids that have talent, tons of talent. But instead of us in the industry doing something positive to motivate them to sit here and shape them and mold them into good old, good hip-hop, rap, soul music, or what it original, or what the genre was originally made for, which was a form of expression to express what's going on in the communities. We're sitting here, and a lot of people are just sitting back and say, "You know what? Let them do what they want to do." And then they start talking about how gang members and drug dealers, and how to become a drug dealer, and how how they shoot people and they do this and they do that. But do you realize that a lot of the people? that sit there and put this music out there talking about they're going to shoot this person and that person and you do this and you do that and da-da-da, do you realize that they don't even game, man? They don't even actually do what they say in their music. They don't even they live do. the life that they talk about. They shoot they put the it out there. Yeah, go ahead. They put, it in, they put it in the music. It gets into these kids' minds and ears, and they listen to it, and they think, oh, well, if so-and-so's going around doing this, I'm going to do what so-and-so's doing and end up getting killed. And then the, the, the artist keeps on making money. The artist keeps on doing what he's doing. And what happens to that child? Now that child's mother has to bury that child because they heard some music through the radio or they heard it on a CD and said, you know what, well, I'm going to become, I'm going to live out what this music is about. Hip-hop wasn't made for that. Hip-hop was a form of expression. But in order to express something, you have to be really going through something. You can't just be expressing something and not living it. Exactly. You know, you throw that image out there, and most cases, especially nowadays, you keep throwing that, you know, that, that Tommy Duffy out there, there's going to be guys that's going to challenge and, 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 and test your metal on that. And then, and then, man, I was just joking or, 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 or whatever. It's almost kind of like the guy that you saw in uh, a 50s movie, you know what I'm saying, Get Rich or Die Trying. He had that image, but as soon as it was time to do the do, he was talking about how he wasn't about it. And, that, and, that, and that's, that's actually a lot of realism right there because a lot of these cats be out there on, on, on that, on that uh, fatal move stuff and then, you know, cats want to test their metal and man and you know what I'm saying, they look like butter on a on a sidewalk on a ninety degree day. You know, you don't want to really put yourself out there in the life and you're not living that life and having that imagery because, you know, what you put out sometimes is what you get back and today what goes around comes around faster. I'm not really a karma person because I'm a God fearing man, but at the same time, let, let's just say I do understand. So it's like, you know, you gotta just be careful what you put out there and you know, you don't really wanna it's like it's like you know, Gangstar once said, you know, if you're not educating the ch- the children with wisdom, that's not keeping it real. That is keeping it wrong, and that's just here again. That's a part of that whole selfish modem that we're talking about right now. And you, like, once again, you know, you're right on point. It falls right into the topic of 
you know, what what Malcolm, you know, MLK meant to everything. Large Muhammad think about America today because back in the days, those gentlemen, those fellows were actually on this page of saying, look, let's teach one, teach one, so another one can teach one. You know, let's help people out, let's help our community. And we are so far from that for one reason or another, and, and uh, too much television maybe, and too much falsery and falsetto that we kind of get lost in the shuffle with all this stuff, man. It's crazy. And the thing, and, you know, to touch on that, you know, you got to think back when, when MLK was around, this was what's going on now. The the foolery that's going on now would have been looked would have been looked on shamefully. I mean, you would have been yeah. talked about through the dirt. And now it's like, it's a trend. Now it's like, oh, so and so's doing drugs. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's what's up. That's not what's up. Because exactly. if eventually, if, if if the drugs don't get you, the money that you put in towards it is gonna co- it's gonna corrupt you in some way, shape, or form. It's gonna get it's gonna catch up with you. It's not. It may yeah. not catch up with you today. It may not catch up with you tomorrow. But you may be walking down the street trying to get yourself a hit. And guess what? Now you get blown away because someone wants to take wants to rob you straight in the street because you want to be stupid and do what you want to do. Because hey, you man, get involved you in what, you get involved in the drugs and let the drugs take control. And that's what's that's what's going on with a lot of these kids. Like a lot of these kids. They look up to these rappers. They look up to these singers. They look up to these artists that are out there, like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is a perfect example. He may have been a great person starting off, but he let the fame get to him, and he let he let it eat him inside. He let he, he let it take him away, and he he's on a whole other trip than what he originally started. Now, mind you, he may do a lot of good things with his money. But it's not right. helping no one here. Because he's not worried about he, 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 he's not he's not worried about what's going on here. He's worried about the money that he's making, and he doesn't care what people think. He just does what he does, and oh well. But he doesn't realize in the short term, in the long run, kids are looking up to him. People wrote, people look at him as a role model. When you're in the industry, you are a role model, whether you're an indie artist, whether you're an underground artist, or whether you're a mainstream artist. You're still going to be looked at, and kids are still going to want to imitate what you do. If you do bad, they're going to want to do bad. If you, you know what? If you, if, you roll, if you roll it back just a little bit on what you're saying, though, it, it goes back to the parents again, because remember, Justin Bieber started out as a minor. So if no one... So if no one and, and, and his uh, uh, parental guidance thing was was helping him think clearly, and he, and all he was seeing was how big those checks was coming in. I'm quite sure were surprised to see that their son could bring in this type of revenue. They were never really guiding him the way that they needed to. They start depending on other people to guide him and stuff, just like making an athlete a role model and then leaving a parent out there to ask, well, what am I? Go ahead with what you were saying. Well, I mean, main, uh, but it's about it's it, even to get even deeper to that. If you think about it, a lot of people, a lot of these, you know, people who are, their their sons and daughters become singers and all this other stuff, they do it because of the money. A lot, most of them start off for good intentions, and then once they see that the checks are coming in big, like you said, it's all, all right. over. It, it, they let the streets. and that's the problem with a lot of with a lot of stuff that's going on now. Parents are not really being parents, 
Parents are letting the right. streets raise their children. When you let the streets raise your children, the street is going to show your children what what it is. And yes, when, you get on, when you let the street control you and when you let the street raise your children, guess what? There's only two ways out of it. One is in jail and the other is a body bag. That's the only thing that's on the street. The street don't, the, the, the street, the street don't bring nothing good out of it. If the street no. is just the street. The street has sewers, and you know what the sewer does? The sewer collects the trash. And if you let pe- if you let the street raise your child, guess what? I hate to say it, but your child is gonna end up just like what goes in the sewers, trash, because they're not gonna have. They're not gonna know right from wrong. They're not gonna do right from wrong. They're not gonna know. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be ha- sleeping around at thirteen, twelve, and thirteen years old. These are babies having babies. If you really want to think about it, if MLK, Malcolm X, and Mega Harris were around, they would be really upset because you know what? If you want to talk about advance, they, they were all about advancing them, the, the, the congregations or the groups of people that they were showing, that they were teaching. Right now, they would be really disappointed at what the communities are becoming because they're not becoming... The hood becomes the hood because of the people in the hood. If you if you act like that, you're gonna be that. If you act if you act like the street, you're gonna be the street. It, it just like concrete. That's why a lot of people do all these crimes and do all this stuff. And guess what? At the end of the day, it really doesn't do much for them because they they become like concrete. They become cold to everything. And nothing really affects them until they end up in jail. And then when they end up in jail and the judge sentences them to life for their first offense, then it's a whole different story. You can't take back what you already did. It's only we have we as people in the industry have to take back these streets and have to show these kids what it is that they need to be focused on books and not on guns, that they need to be focused on learning and advancing themselves and getting a college degree instead of finding out who's coming down the street and why they got their window down. Right. Well, what can I say, man? Like I said, you cover a, a lot of ground, you cover a lot of areas, and there's nothing that you said there that wasn't truth, man. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've heard it a thousand times, we, you know, we gonna, but we're going to keep saying it because it's, it's a message that needs to be put out there. It's a message that needs to be received. And, unfortunately, I don't think that a lot of people are really, you know, they, they hear it, but they're not receiving it. I mean, they have their, their ears wide open, but they're not really listening. And it, it keeps just happening over and over again and over and over again. And for whatever reason, we just don't seem to, to, to be getting through to the youth or to the people out there that, there's something larger than just yourself. There's something, you know, that should be more expected of us because we've been we've been granted a lot. We've been granted a lot of freedoms that, you know, uh, at once upon a time in this country, especially from the minority standpoint, uh, things that you're granted now you take for granted, and and it wasn't like that back in the day. So it's like it's it's crazy to sit here and 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 uh, for the people and and the upper generations to catch amnesia like they don't need to be teaching somebody something. And, and it's not just the industry thing, but it's also life in general. A lot of times parents around here, 
you know what I'm saying? The, you know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. You know, they're they're waiting for for Tom Bodette to come down from Motel Six and tell him that the light is on, and then that's that's what ends up happening. The light might be on, but nobody's home, and and if there was somebody home, nobody's telling nobody nothing while they're there. And so, you know, but you know, still, but you know what it is, yeah. but but you know what you know what it is though. And to touch on that, it's kids having kids. It's kids that are that don't know what's going on having kids, and then it's just continuing on the go. It, it's continuing on the golden what's already considered a norm. Kids are having kids at eleven and twelve years old, and then they, their kids are having kids. And then you want to talk about what is wrong with the country? What's wrong with the country is that parents are not being parents. Parents are are. are Letting their children roam free with no—I mean, you used to get an ass. I mean, part of my French, and you used to get an ass whooping if you so much as talk to an adult in the wrong way. Nowadays, it's the norm. You hear kids cursing their parents out in the Walmart. But you want to talk about what's wrong? What's wrong is that parents are not being parents. Parents are being children themselves because they—they they have children when they're children, so they don't. When their children are older, guess what? They just want to be children. They want to live through their child. They want their child to do right, but they're not doing right with their child. You have it, it all starts at home. The schools can't teach their kids manners. The schools can't do that. You have to do that. That's the whole purpose of being a parent. But see, then again, what also makes it worse is that when you have one eight hundred divorce a parent, when you have one eight hundred social services and everybody getting in your business and, and they don't want you to to, to to discipline your children in any kind of way, but they want you, and I know sometimes some people with the discipline get way out of step with it, but they don't want you to discipline your children, They want to, but they want to tell you how to raise your children. Well, I'm going to tell you something, in the hood, and in most cases, time out don't work. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times time out don't work. I, I always say that, and I say it all the time in a joking fashion, but it's the truth. My parents cared enough to put the foot in my ass when I needed it. And in today's world, it's, it, you know, you do hear it a lot. Kids cursing out their parents, you know, right there in the store, you know, way down to, I mean, way down to almost like four and five-year-olds telling their parents what they are and, and ain't going to do. Man, I wish I would have pulled something like that back in the days and been sitting there trying to, trying to negotiate any terms with my, with my folks. Probably wouldn't be standing around here right now, or my, or, or my my smile would be kind of strange because it would have knocked me sideways. In today's society, you know, no one stands for anything, so unfortunately, it appears just from appearance that we kind of fallen for everything because we're afraid to be parents. Bernie Mac said that that we before he passed, R.I.P. That we punk ass parents and we don't really take charge of our children when we needed to. But see, when you get agencies that put you in jail for just regular discipline on children, it's, it, it, it gets kind of hard, I guess, for some folks to do it. Go ahead. But you know what, though? It, this, like, seriously, a lot of things have to change. And in order for change to happen, we have to be the change. We have to do the change. We have to be part of the change. And a lot of people forgot about what Martin Luther King fought for. It was equality overall. Uh, and for everyone, no matter what color skin you are, no matter what race you are, but he most importantly, he taught his teachings were about teaching people to respect government, to respect their families, but to be equal in everything. That men can do exactly what women can do. But as far as the whole butt whooping thing, I mean, we let nowadays the people, the kids aren't scared of belts. They're not scared of belts because. 
when I was growing up, if you saw a belt, if you saw a switch, you knew what was coming, and you knew you did something to get it. Now they don't even care. They don't flinch. They laugh at it. And it's because we as a society have let that stuff slide. We have become too easy and too too light-handed with everything. A kid goes ahead and steals something from another store. Not not only are we eating what they stole, but then we reprimanding them for what they stole. How are you going to eat something that they stole and then talk, try to reprimand what they're doing? We don't reprimand. They don't reprimand. Parents don't reprimand their kids anymore. Parents expect the schools to do it. The schools are not going to do it because the teachers are going to get paid regardless. Whether the kid learns something, whether the child learns something or doesn't learn something, guess what? They're still going to get paid. This check is still going to go in the bank and still get deposited. And they could care less if your child is outside gangbanging. They could care less if your child is outside screwing everybody in the school. Because guess what? It don't matter to them because they still get paid. They still get money. And then they don't care because they let the cycle continue to happen. It's a revolving door. What happened, what happened before is still happening. It's just happening in different forms. I agree. Honey. I can't disagree with any of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and we know the solutions are going to be quick and easy, but you got to start somewhere. If you start here in the arts where we're trying to get things up and running and started, and, 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 or should I say continue to keep things going, or it's got to be in a home, it's going to have to be in education, it's got to be somewhere. But if we don't get a firm hold on what it is, I mean, we're all we're already, you know, behind the, the eight ball, so to speak, in, in terms of, you know, where we place in society, you know, how whether or not people even take us seriously or not. And a lot of it here, again, like you said, it all comes down to, different forms of education, because education isn't necessarily just book education, and, and, and as you already know that, um, a lot of this, you know, uh, you know, it's parental teachings or, you know what I'm saying, you know, your your parish, you know, they don't really take you, even your parish that seriously anymore. You know, then you find out that even in those systems, things are kind of flawed, so people are kind of becoming cynical about church and cynical about stuff like that because you hear about all this weird stuff going on in the church house and, you know, preachers and, 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 and priests and all this stuff. And so but you it, know what the biggest thing is? confusion. Go ahead. Hold on one second. Hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go ahead and cover that thought. I'm going to go ahead and throw something on real quick. Grab a little coffee here because I'm trying to get my heels dug in. And, and, and like I said, I love it when you call in because you always bring that realness, man, and it's certainly appreciated. This is the Flossy GG oh, Show Worldwide Network, and uh, we're going to continue to, to work it. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. And like I said, we'll continue this if, if my man's got some more time. He always brings, you know, some real enlightenment, and that's not to be confused with this falsetto thing of Illuminati. This is real stuff he brings to the table. We'll be back in a moment. How y'all feel out there? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Check this out. One, two, three. In the place to be, as it is plain to see, he is DJ Run, and I am DMC. Funky Fresh for 1983. DJ Jam Master J. Inside the place with all the bass, he leaves without a trace, and he came here tonight to get on your case. 
and we are the crush grooving, the body moving, the record making, and the record breaking. And it goes a little something like this. It goes a one, two, three, and here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
uh, like you said before, there's certain things that are limited now. Now you have, now you go to jail for reprimanding your child to try to save their life. Why? Because prisons make money off of people who are in jail. If kids are in jail, if people, the more people are in jail, the more money is made. That's horrible. I mean, just 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 thinking about what you just said right there. That right there is, is the gist of it, man. It's, it's so horrible. You discipline your children. You try to, you know, be a, be a real parent because my, my mother used to always say that the, that the police would tell my older brothers when I was a real young child that, you know, Miss King, you know, if you, if you don't want your child to be in the system and he wants to do something at home, let him do it at home and keep him out the streets so he's not in the streets doing stuff and let him do it right there if, he, if he's going to do something and, 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 you know, protect the child, you know, from the streets. Don't let him just be out here in, in the streets kind of doing his own thing. Well, now, you know, our, our children don't want to listen to what parents have to say because instead of, when you start taking, my thing is like with athletes or whether it's artists or whatever it is, I still being old school, don't believe that you should give so much onus of role modelship to an athlete because athletes and, and artists and people out here that are not a part of your home family circle, right, they're fallible, which means they make mistakes. They have, they have problems and issues of their own. So if the athlete jumps up and spits in another person's face or if the athlete takes off into the stands like, like what happened in Detroit and what actually happened here in Portland, Oregon, and things like this happen, then all of a sudden, you know, things just kind of blow up and, and go crazy. It, 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 for me, and I'm just keeping it 100, I never heard of the role models and all of this other stuff that you hear today for athletes representing the only rightful role model that a child has, as far as I'm concerned, is the parent because the mother's the first teacher and, and, and the father, you know, is more or less the disciplinarian slash teacher as well. But when you give role model status to people that are existential or outside of the of the family structure, you start making them role models over who you are. If they're role models, then what do you call a parent? You know what I mean? What do you call a parent if you give these people role model status? And then there's something as as a minority or as an African American, I never heard the term role model until uh, folks thought that. African-Americans were going to start having children that were not African-Americans looking up to them playing a sport or looking up to them as an artist or looking up to them as something. Then all of a sudden they roll in with this role model business, whereas before when it was just one set of people, in, in, in this case the European-American set of people that were holding all the the, uh, the, all the titles, doing all the things in outside media, like the big one, television, stuff like that. You didn't worry about this role model stuff. Well, I still say that the parent is your basic role model because at the end of the day, my son's role model was not Michael Jordan. I was him because he looks at me. If he sees me, you know, uh, you know, drunk and falling down, if he sees me, you know, out here in the streets causing a bunch of ruckus, if he, you know, I mean, right down to his haircut, he just woke up one day and said, look, I'm cutting these braids off there because I want to be more like you because I see that, you know, this is how you, you know, maintain your status. This is how you, you know, you know, get, you know stay, you know, employed on good jobs and, and doing stuff. So I, I, I kind of want to fall more into that. But that's a pride thing for me. So I don't think a role model, as a, as a parent, I don't think that the role model status should be taken from parents. I think it should be put back into the household. And then, of course, like you just said a little while ago, parents ought to start acting like parents. Don't try to be your, your children's friends and buddies and stuff 
be a parent, man. And then when it, as, as the child grows up and matures and gets older, then you can kind of change the roles a little bit. But until they, they get up and, and become enough substantial to take care of themselves, be a parent. Parents have to be parents. But but in order to be a parent, you have to know how to be a parent. And there's no real book on how to be a parent. Everything's a learning lesson. You have to learn everything. But with these kids becoming kids, they ain't worth the kids. Kids. Having kids is the biggest epidemic that's going on right now because if Amen. kids are having kids, they don't know themselves how to be a grown-up. So how can they teach someone else to be a grown-up or to be respectful because they, they don't even know how to be respectful themselves? And, it's, again, wow. it, it comes back to the whole thing of we let the streets bring up children. And when I grew up, everyone that, that I knew that hung out on the streets is either dead in prison, or moved out of state. Why? Because it, the streets don't have nothing for you. The streets are there to bring you down and pretty much limit you on what you're going to do. They're going to they're gonna limit you in one way or another, whether it's getting stopped by the police, getting profiled by the police. But if we take the role back of parents and bring it back to the house like it should have been, like it was meant to be, for parents to right. be parents at home, kids wouldn't be having kids. Kids wouldn't be worried about, oh, my God, I missed my period. That wasn't something when we were growing up. Why? Because kids knew better. You came home pregnant, your parents would whoop your tail till tomorrow. They would whoop your tail until next year because they started telling you as a, as a young child what not to do. And what not, and not to hang out with certain people. Nowadays, it's like, oh, okay, it's like a break. It's almost like a break. People have taken, a lot of parents have taken the kids going outside to hang out on the street. It's okay to play with kids on the same neighbor in the same neighborhood, but I'm talking about the inner cities where the streets are not as pretty and and proper as they are in the suburbs. In the in the city, in the suburbs, yeah, you have. Kids who go out and play and they ride their bikes and do all this other stuff. In the inner city, you got other stuff that's behind, that's even deeper than just the streets. And if we let, like I said before, if we let the streets raise our children, guess what? We're doomed from the beginning, from start. Exactly. They already messed up. Exactly, exactly. This is what I'm saying. This, this, this deal of making. People that are outside, existential, outside of the household, and you start giving these folks role model status and, say, and calling them and role models or something. There's nothing wrong with being a good example for a a young man. You know, you telling them how to, you know, be 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 uh, you know, sports minded, doing stuff like that. But for crying out loud, to, to strip the parent of the most important name and the most important person that they need to be, when you start saying athletes and these, and these people that are making millions of dollars are, are role models, it kind of leaves, in a sense, it leaves parents thinking, okay, well, somebody else is, is, is covering that, and it falls into what you said about 20 minutes ago where, you know, all of a sudden you're letting the streets teach your child who he should be and what he should be based upon something that doesn't even have necessarily have anything to do with, you know, what you're all about. 
You know what I'm saying? Then the athlete breaks down and he has a domestic violence thing. Or the athlete or the, or the star breaks down and they get caught up in drugs or some kind of other crimes or something. Not that that's systemic of what happens, but it's just, and it may be an anomaly, which means it doesn't happen all the time, but it's still something that can happen. And then where is your child left then? Because, you know, they're thinking that this person was supposed to be everything they said they were so far as role model and all, all the other great titles that are given, the things that should be given to parents, it confuses a child because a child thinks, well, geez, man, they said that Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley are my role models. They got mad at Charles Barkley when he said, look, I'm not your child's role model. The parents are the role models. And they got, and the commissioner and everybody else got highly upset because he didn't go with the basically the cookie dough press uh, you know, let me smash this thing down here to make this shape and form what you should be saying and, and, and appealing to so far as getting the message out. You're not following our script, so we're mad at you. But Charles Barkley was probably the only athlete and person in the NBA that had it right. He's not that these athletes were never my son's role models because your first person that the child's going to look to more often than not, believe it or not, is the mother first because she teaches him to eat, walk, you know, be respectful, stuff like that. And the father is more or less there as the, as the example of strength and guidance and stuff. But in most cases, the mother's the first teacher. Now, if you wipe that out and call some athlete or somebody who's prone to, to get into something, not all of them, like I said, it's not systemic, but there is times when it does happen, then you confuse the hell out of a child because they don't know who their role models are. And why should they respect what you're saying as a parent and the basic element of who you are if you're telling them that in order for you to be a role model, you got to have a million dollars in your bank account. That's that's the, I mean that's my soapbox for the day on that one. But that's just the way I feel about that. We got to we got to move these titles oh, back even, to the basics. If you if you want to take it even further than what you said, if you kids, if you make someone else their role model, then they're gonna think that they're gonna have to have a million dollars or. They're gonna have to be, have a coke bottle body to be somebody, and you don't. Back in the day, that wasn't something that you had to worry about. Kids watch TV, but they didn't really follow stuff. Now you have Facebook and Twitter and all this other stuff. Well, not to down Facebook because Facebook does have some good qualities to it, but still, it is. I mean, then then they we didn't have to worry about oh, you know. I have to see Selena Gomez, or I have to have, to, I have to go to every Selena Gomez concert, or I have to go to every concert that so and so does. Because we didn't have that. The biggest role model was our parents, and like I read, I read somewhere in a book that I was reading. Um, it's actually from the movie Courageous, and the book that is called, um, it's called The Resolution for Men. And what it was saying was, before your child knows anybody else. Before they know the God that they can't see, they look at you as their God. They look at you wow. as guidance. They look at you as advice. So if you're not doing right, how can you expect your child to do right? You can't tell your child what not to do if you ain't doing right. You can't tell your child not to do drugs if they see you putting needles in your arm every day. You can't tell your child not to go out and drink and go and sell their body for drinks. If you outside selling your body for drinks, you can't tell your child what not to do because they look at you as a guy. They look at you. Before they know anything about, before they're old enough to even grasp the idea of God being in control of your life, they look at you as their guy. 
you are the parent are a child of God because the child is going to look at you and judge the God that they can't see based on what they see in front of them. That is they, so they, absolutely right. If they, if, they, if they see you doing wrong, guess what? Then they think it's okay. It's going to be okay in the eyes of God to sit there and do wrong. If they see you outside selling your body, guess what? They're going to think that it's okay to do that. And then they're going to do it. And then you wanna, you're going to fuss at them because of what they're doing. They're only doing what they see. They're only doing what they see you do. If you And we as parents have to step up and realize that our role is more important than just the name on a paper. It's more important than just the name on a birth certificate. It's more important than just a tax write-off. It's not something that you use once a year on your taxes and say, oh, I'm so-and-so parent. No, it's something that's every day. It's an everyday thing. It's a 24-hour, seven days a week, 365 days a year responsibility that you have to take. And if you let someone else take it, guess what? All you are is just a side person because that other person is going to take the role and take the main focus of your child and is going to have your child's mind wrapped up in anything that they want. They could tell them to jump off a bridge, but because you let that that person become their role model or become their focus or become their center point and become their God, guess what? They, if that person tells them that, they have to jump off a bridge, or they have to do this, or they have to do or whatever. Guess what? You can't fault that person because you let them do that. You let that happen. You you let that other person take control or take the place where you're supposed to be. You are supposed to be the highest person and the most important person in your child's life. And if you let someone else be that most important person, guess what? You just as you're just as bad as that wall. And, and we're talking, and, we're, and what you're saying is not the, the, the highest in terms of ranking in a child's life. Let's not get it twisted and confused with 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 the, with the high that that uh, the same people out there that we're talking about are talking about. We're talking about when you say the highest, we're talking about the highest ranking and most important person that's in a child's life because the parents are without a doubt. The first teachers. Now, if, if, if grand, big mama, which is grandma, big papa, grandpa, had to take over for because of uh, of uh, death or or incarceration or something else like that, automatically they becomes become the ones who become the automatic runner up role models because they are still within the chain, the life's chain of command, so to speak, of who should be taken seriously in terms of you know, what, what the importance is or the teacher is. And when you start, like I said, you start throwing these kids out here to strangers and stuff, this is what ends up happening to a lot of children and to a lot of, you know, innocent folks. They get out here and they get caught up in, in everything and start, you know, uh, going for everything and, and accomplishing nothing and everything. And then that's what makes them also give up because in a lot of cases, it, you know, uh, not more or less, I mean, I think it's like 60-40. It's like now, because it's you know people you know because of the, the the having to grow up fast, like you said, from having the children and doing stuff like that, they find out a lot sooner than later. And you hear people complain about 
geez, how my parents weren't here for this, how their parents dealt with them when they were there, and how even though they were there in some cases, it's like they almost may as well have been invisible anyway because they didn't teach them nothing. You see so many signs of just, you know, knowing people young. You When you went to their house and you saw how their house looked or you saw how things were kept or unkept or you saw how that their parents lived their life when you guys were kids and then they grew up and then the child that your friend or whatever started to take on their, their uh, you know, examples and stuff. And there's some kids that see the, the fallacies that their parents have or the, you know, the inconsistencies that they have and they actually grow from them and use that as, as an example of what, to, what not to do. It all depends on the, on the individual, but it certainly does help when you start with, on the most rudimentary or basic level that there is of making sure that your child understands what it is that's expected of them and what they can achieve if they're just consistent. They don't have to be the million-dollar person in order to be successful. If that happens to them, then that's an added bonus for them or an added, added boy or added girl, as it were, them if they, you know, achieve that level of understanding. If they don't, it's still okay just to be, you know, the best that you can be for whatever it is you're doing, and then just maybe trying to enhance that by finding some sort of art or some sort of extra something that they can do in order to, you know, extend themselves out and, and, and become the best that they can become. It's, but it's a delicate balancing act when you don't have a, a parent or role model that's actually showing you something. And I just, I'm just thankful. I always say, I'll say again that I'm glad that my parents cared enough to put the law down when I needed it because I've never been incarcerated, and that's, that's, through, that's God's grace. I give him the credit for it all the things that happen to me that's good, any mistakes and shortcomings I have, they're my own because God is, contrary to belief, God is perfection and, and, and life is in hell, is, 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 is heaven, and hell is what you make it. So, uh, I mean, that, that's as far as I can, I can really, as deep as I want to go on that, but let's just say that my parents cared enough to really let me know what being a parent meant, and it, and it meant something. I just wish that a lot of these uh, folks, that, especially the, the young ones, the teenagers and stuff, that go through the, the system and get incarcerated and go through different things and probationary stuff. You know, I wish that they were there. I mean, I, myself personally, I've dealt in relationships personally where, you know, I'm just now getting to know uh, my 19-year-old. I'm just now getting, getting to know him as a person and stuff because through the use of whatever was going on and me not even knowing about him to the last minute, he's, he gets the rest of me for the rest of my life to try to you know, maybe improve and enhance his life better because the one that lives with me is, is the one who benefited from seeing me be the best that I could. Now, you know, he's he, he's uh, doing good. The other one starts college next week, which means he'll have the opportunity, but at least he'll have somebody, a male back here that says, hey, look, you know, I may not have been able to be there for whatever reason initially, but now that we do know each other and it's confirmed and everything, now I can help you as best I can. And so that's when you have to catch them. It's never too late to catch your children and be a good advisor to them. But to catch them early is so much easier and better for both sides and everything concerned on that. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Nelson, I hate to cut it short, but I I do have to head out to work. So I just wanted to stop in and, and, you know, touch on the subjects that you were talking about initially and just do what I can to help. With your, we are with what's going on with you, but uh, that God's blessings to you, man. Oh yeah, definitely appreciate it. 
when you have when you have shows and functions, let me know so I can big them up on on on, on uh, the Flossy Jeezy uh, live uh, worldwide show, man, and and uh, and I'll and, and I'll big you up in the group because you know how I am. I've always done it for you, and, and like I said, you gave me kind of a a precursor to maybe stepping my thing up and, and, and helping me understand what how important an apparatus like this is and the fact that you were were here and, and, and uh tonight and, and always supportive and stuff. I'm just thankful that you always stop by the way that you do. And of course it goes without saying that you or any artist that you're working with, anything that you're doing or just want a music played or whatever, send me an M P three or whatever, we will keep this thing going, man, and we'll and we'll keep our family here on on the station structured so that intelligent folks can do intelligent things, and you have a safe work night tonight, and God's blessings to you for stopping by. Yes, sir. All right. I talk to you later, nothing. God bless, and you know, keep doing what you're doing. I'm very proud of what you're doing, and if you need anything, just holler at me. Just, I'm only a message away. Thanks, my family. I'm glad to have that lifeline. We all need an SOS we can grab onto from time to time. <laughs> God bless and good night. Take care. All right. God bless and good night. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. You got my man, uh, you know, Juan Martinez in the in the building doing positive stuff for folks. You know what I'm saying? I love having discussions with him because it just goes to show you, you know, you know, when you put something together, you know what you can do so far as making stuff happen and. And, and, and getting things going good, and uh, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna continue with with the, with the program here for a little bit longer than that. If we don't have any more callers, we, that'll give me an opportunity to, to break off a little earlier and be able to set up some more good music and stuff for you folks. Or I might just play music and and serve the hour out to just in case someone else wants to drop by and and, and say, hey, what's going down? Right now we got some speeding going in on some of this classic hip hop. Speeding with Rick Ross featuring R. Kelly, and uh, we'll be back with you here momentarily. Maybe give you about, about five or six minutes of some good music to throw at you real quick. We'll start the show off with uh, with those folks, and uh, you know what I'm saying it's, it's another great show tonight. Uh, this is the Flossy Jeezy Worldwide uh, Show uh, Radio Network. We'll be back with you in about five minutes. Thank you. <laughs> Legendary runners, you know me.
for me shit, I got ghosts in the West Coast, so sit up in the Lamontros. Big money, boss major, American Idol, I got fans like Fantasia. We between the lines of your ass like Fantasia. Yeah, in between the eyes, he died, they can't save him. I'm weaving, weaving, no joke, but I'm speeding, staring at the skyline. I got a million on my mind, I'm the best, and these pussy niggas running out of time. I'm a chill, quarter meal for the time piece. Yeah, I bought a real side deals for the dime piece.
nasty eyes Get to running off at their mouth and telling me everything that's on your nasty mind They say you're malnutrition and need a vitamin D And then vitamin me to that tingles in your spine I love who you are, love who you ain't You're so and frank, let's hit the attic to hide out for about two weeks Rick chains and no chains and whips I do suck lips to hips jerk And double time, the boy next door's a freak Ha ha
Seven eight, you're in the building. Yes, sir, I am. I, I was just listening. I wanted to just come in and listen to your show, listen to the end of the show, because I didn't. I, I don't really. I didn't do that last night, so I figured I would come in and just listen to the rest of the show as I'm driving to work. So. Hey, it's not a problem, Sammy. Li- instead of listening to public radio, I'd rather listen to your radio. <laughs> That's great, because it looks like we're going to have 36 minutes of uh, of music that I've added to the show tonight, so you get the pleasure of listening to some commercial-free, uninterrupted stuff. So I'm, I'm going to get back to it and let you just listen in, and I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, look, I, I just, my thing is, is if I'm going to listen to a regular radio station on the, on the <laughs> dial and have to sit here and try to, Switch dials because I go to a different part of the city. Nah, I just listen to a channel that I know. My cell phone service provider is going bandwidth all the way there. Exactly. So. <laughs> well, let me let me get back to it again. God bless you. You drive safe out there now. I'm gonna try to make sure I don't put that notice going have you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Breaking your neck. I want you to make it to work safe. <laughs> look, make God. sure I don't get a speeding ticket either. Okay, make sure you don't put nothing that's going like fast and furious kind of stuff. I don't need to get another. I, I don't need to get a ticket on the way to work. That would not end well for me. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to throw right. something with a, I'm gonna throw something with a New York Kramer man, and I'll holler at you uh, next time we holler. Right. God bless. <laughs> yes, sir. There it is right there. So let me go ahead and drop this on you, because this was next. Chasing your little dirty ass kid I'm fucking racing It's a not enough You want to 
wanna be hard You know when if you get knocked, you get fucked in the yard These are pop-tarts, sweetheart, you soft in the middle I eat for breakfast to watch what's the stage for your necklace And your boss is a bitch, if he could, he would Sell a soap for cheap, trade his life to be sure You can buy cars, but can't buy respect in the hood Maybe I'm so disrespectful, cause to me you're a mystery I know niggas from your hood, you have no history Never poke nothing, never pop nothing, nigga stop frontin' They put you on, X made you hot Now you running around like you some big shot Pussy Baby, I love it when you're flown it. Time to give it to daddy, nigga. Now tell me how you roll it. How do you want me? How do you feel? Coming up as a nigga in the cash game. Living in the fast lane. I'm for real. Little bitch, you rap the face to hit the pussy 
So here we go for your stereo And you can tell that it's real when you hear me go, hear me go Skills Pop rank, point blank, we vital Slip flow, slip shows, peep the recital Skills Now, you feel it when we drop those hot Stop pose, killing shit, we got those Skills It's the music that the street loves East up It's now repping this with deep love Skills Gangstar, dueling again, ruling again Watch as we do it again You little suckers know better I go head up If your man left the joint in the whip Then tell him go get it We hold it down like a holy crown Fools acting like they know me, throw me phony pounds Fuck that, I'm sitting back like an aristocrat Shell shock, she's assassin with a whole fucking list of cats Thought you was on the case, but you missed the fact You bitch talking this and that I'ma make it simple, Jack I doubled up and tripled that Soldiers, where your pistols at? Life, wrong moves, lose the gift of that Why they calling us the most consistent Most significant The most slick shit Fulfill your need and catch a joyful rush Enjoy your Dutch haters annoyed with us Oh boy, it's tough, you know the face from the club, blazing it up, with my niggas raising it up for these skills. Pop rank, point blank, we vital. Slip flow, rip shows, peep the recital. Skills, now, you feel it when we drop those hot beats, stop foes, killing shit, we got those skills. It's the music that the street loves, East Star is now repping this with deep love. Skills, gang star, dueling again, ruling again, watch as we do it again. Brothers are amused by other brothers' reps. Some niggas pull sex, catch others for checks. All for respect, all for the bread, for the chance of success, they might hand him his head. Remain humble, cause I know enough. Plus the road is tough, especially when you roll with us. But I'ma stay with my peace, stay in these streets, rhyme spraying and I'm playing for keeps, cause I got those skills. Pop rank, point blank, we vital. Spit flows, rip shows, peep the recital. Skills. Now, you feel it when we drop those hot beats, stop foes, killing shit, we got those skills. The music that the street loves, East Star, is now repping this with deep love. Skills. Gangstar, dueling again, ruling again, watch as we do it again. Skills. 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 I was a fiend before I became a teen. I melted microphones instead of cones and ice cream music orientated. So when hip hop was originated, fitted like pieces of puzzles, complicated. Cause I grabbed the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small. Cool. Cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet back to the lab. Without a mic to grab, so then I add all the rhymes I had. One after the other one, then I make another one. To diss the opposite, then act as the brother's done. I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine. But I don't need a cigarette, know what I mean? I'm raging, creeping up the stage and don't it sound amazing? Cause every rhyme is made in thought of, cause it's sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing, vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in The mic is a drain, no, volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts to God 48 tracks to slide, the invincible microphone, fiend, rock him Spread the word some N-E-F-F-E-C-T A smooth operator operating correctly But back to the problem I gotta have it You can't solve it Silly rabbits A prescription is a hypertone That's heroin I feed for a microphone Like heroin Soon as the bass kicks I need a fix Give me a stage and a mic and a mix And I'll put you in a mood Or is it a state of 
awareness, beware, it's the reanimator. A minute to a microphone, a lethal weapon, or assassinator. If the people ain't stepping, you'll see a part of me that you never seen. When I'm feeding for a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. After 12, I'm worse than a gremlin. Feed me hip-hop and I start trembling. The thrill of suspense is intense, you're horrified. But this ain't the cinemas of tales from the dark side. By any means necessary, this is what has to be done. Make way, cause here I come. My DJ cuts material. Grand material. It's a must that I bust any mic you hand to me. It's inherited, it runs in the family. I wrote the bomb that broke the bull's back. If that don't slow him up, I carry a full pack. Now I don't wanna have to let off, you should have kept off, you didn't keep the stage warm. Step off, Step ladies Step and off. gentlemen, you're about to see. A pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum. I can't relax, see, I'm hype as a hypochondriac, cause the rap be one hell of an answer. Dope something, you can't smoke more than dope. You're trying to move away, but you can't. You broke more than cracked up. You should have backed up. But those that act up need to be more than smacked up. Any entertainer, I gotta talk to chamber one on one, and I'm the remainder. So close your eyes and hold your breath. And I'ma hit you with the blow of death. Before you go, you remember your scene. The fiend of a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The game is 
still nature, it's nothing sacred And yo, it's funny what I see some rap niggas do to make it A few will blow up or go as far as they can take it My nine to five is just to hit you, get the party live I'm black thought, used to rap for sport Now the rhyme saying rent, paying life support I take it very seriously within this industry It's various crews that try to touch me But I come with the beautiful thing And I'm left to track, trust me Around the world, crowds love me From doing tours, recipient of applause From all of you and yours Creator of original sounds that's in the stores You take home to absorb and sweat it out your pores Now who can stop the music running through these veins Infinitely go against the grain That's why my motto is to And I'm ready to roll on fire like a rocket and I'm ready to blow 
The dog is crashed outside without a vest. Nothing on my chest but these ladies about the Midwest. I must confess that in the shy you're so blessed. Leaving nothing on my mind but doggy you would say sex. This ain't a test, you what a cold mess. Meet me in Chicago, let me get you to this real wet. It's real strong, real fat, and real long. Doggies in the building holding something they can fill upon. And once they get it, something they can build upon. Take that skinny to home, work that feeling till it's gone. Get that home grown, put that on daddy long. I know how you ladies do it, t-shirt with no panties on. Let's get this cracking, killing doggy dog in action. If you in here all alone, you might get this dog bone. I pull up, dip low in the phantom with the wheel spinning, ladies like that. I'm in the back of the club, blowing trees, hands up, head bobbing like that. In the spot where the girls go wild, dancing to the fire style, I'm like that. Smoke. All these ladies on the floor, cause they know what we in there for. Dog and Kelly came to ball, get your off the wall. Let that middle wiggle, now make that fall. Not just one, but all y'all. Move it like you want it all. Let me see you bounce it for me. What's this for doggy dog? You got to do it, that's your crew, bring them to Come here, let me take you through it, then when Kelly get into it We can get this after party, popping everybody Got themselves another body, knocking out without protection No, that's my confession, but at the spot If you just think you want a lesson, you can drop it like it's hard Hold up, I came to cool out, lay back and get Maybe Henny, maybe Jen, a couple shots of Patron And if you didn't, you missed it, but now it's known That this, that, kill, sing that song, come on I pull up, dip low in the phantom with the wheel spinning Ladies like that I'm in the back of the club, blowing trees, hands up, head bobbing like that In the spot where the girls go wild, dancing to the fire style, I'm like that You got the bumps, call it a player, call it a player, call it a player. If you're looking for some good, call it a player, call it a player, call it a player. Girl, if you're ever in the 312, call it a player, call it a player, call it a player. And if you're ever in the 213, call it a player, call it a player, call it a player. I pull up, get low in the phantom with the wheel spinning, ladies like I'm in the back of the club, blowing trees, hands up, head bobbing like that. In the spot where the girls go wild, dancing to the fire style, I'm like that. Snoop Dogg, hey, the boy kills, hey, let me be your say. about five minutes left here at the Flossy Jeezy Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying, slash Quiet Storm, slash Old School, slash, you know, uh, Johnny Depp, slash, you know what I'm saying, whatever you want to dash and slash with, we it right now. You know what I'm saying? Another good show tonight. Another great topic was on deck. You know what I'm saying? I always enjoy myself coming out here you know, lacing the game with, you know, some realness for the folks out there. 
will need to hear some realness sometime. And uh, like I said, I've enjoyed your company tonight. I'm going to run it on out of here and take it on home. I got probably a couple more joints for you to hear. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure as usual. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You get a chance to stop by and check out the show for, for the listeners out there. You know what I'm saying? Pass it on to the other folks that like this old school hip hop and this good stuff we got going. The number, as always, is going to be 646 595 Like I said before, we're going we're gonna to get on out of here and take it on home. I'm going to drop about two more cuts on your brain. You know what I'm saying? You know, pure, pure old school flavor. I know y'all are loving and feeling this one. So we're going to run it on out of here with Young Jeezy featuring Akon with Soul Survivor. And I'll catch up with you guys next time on the flip side. You know what I'm saying? Keep on motivating, stay positive, and know that Flossy G got your back. Peace. Akon and Young Jeezy. Trying to take it Only way to go And so But if you're looking for me I'll be on the track I'm a thing can't possibly Sitting on the track town Because I'm a rider